When we have a repair conversation, we separate the impact from the intention. A repair conversation is not about your intention. A repair conversation is about the negative impact your actions or words had on another person. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach who's devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples engaged in personal growth transform their lives and relationships through conscious communication. Thank you so much for being here with me in your weekly conscious communication podcast workshop. The episode I have for you today is related to last week's episode. Last week, we talked about what I call a typical apology, which is what most of us learn to communicate when we want to let another person know we are sorry. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, I suggest you go back and listen to it before you continue with this one, or else you are forewarned. This episode may elicit some resistance. If you haven't listened to episode 136, go ahead and listen to it first. I'll be right here and this episode will be right here waiting for you when you are done listening to episode 136. Because in that episode, you will learn what a typical apology is and the issues or disadvantages of a typical apology. Now, if you've already listened to episode 136, I am going to assume you already know what I mean by a typical apology. So in this episode, we'll build from there and talk about how to apologize in an authentic, mature, and responsible way. Let's start by acknowledging that the outcome of a typical apology tends to be negative. When you express a typical apology, the outcome could be defensiveness, resentment, lack of closure, so the impact of what you said or did lingers between the two of you, disconnection, an imbalanced power dynamic in which you feel powerless until the other person forgives you for whatever it is that you said or did that was unskillful or hurtful, in a sort of helplessness or hopelessness about yourself, the other, or the relationship. But do not despair. There is another way. You can have a different outcome when you take authentic responsibility for having hurt, offended, disappointed, or negatively impacted another precious human being. Yes, you can do that. For that, you need a mindset shift. That's right. Instead of considering it an apology, you need to change your mindset and see it as a repair conversation. 
Because what happened when you communicated in an unskillful, unconscious, or hurtful way was that the connection between you and the other person got impacted. It suffered. And depending on what you said or did, the damage could be an interruption, a rapture, a tear, or a fracture in the connection. In a repair conversation, what needs your immediate attention is that the other person was negatively impacted. It doesn't matter whether you had a good intention or whether you had reasons that led you to say or do whatever you said or did. That doesn't need your attention right now. What you need to address first is the negative impact caused by your actions. This is how you repair the rupture of connection. Let me give you an example. Say you were snappy and impatient with a coworker. Before you tell them anything about why you reacted the way you did or that you do care about them and you are in fact a good person, if you want to repair the connection, you need to say something like, Hi, I know I was snappy and impatient with you this morning, and I'd like to know how my reaction impacted you. Saying something like this when we approach the repair conversation communicates that we are taking responsibility for our actions. We are conscious that what we said or did was impactful. We know the impact was negative. So the first thing is to create a safe space for the other person to tell us about the impact of what we said or did. We create this kind of safe space by taking responsibility for the impact of our communication. This means that this is not when you get defensive or you try to explain you had good reasons for your behavior or that you're still a good person despite whatever you said or did. No. When we have a repair conversation, we separate the impact from the intention. A repair conversation is not about your intention. A repair conversation is about the negative impact your actions or words had on another person. During this part of the repair conversation, as the other person is telling you about the impact of your words or behavior, you need to listen and respond with empathy. If you would like some resources on how to listen or how to respond with empathy, I recorded several podcast episodes about these topics. There are four episodes that come to mind that you can check out here. First, it's episode number 75 titled When You Don't Like What You Hear. You can check out episode 108 called Navigating Disagreements, The Path of Meaningful Connection. Then you can check out episode 109 called Empathy versus Sympathy. And you could also check out episode 110, Five Strategies for Skillful Empathic Communication. I will add the links to all those episodes in the show notes. Now, 
If you're not able to listen without reacting to what the other person is saying, then you are not ready to have a repair conversation. Check in and be very honest with yourself. Something you can do is to ask yourself if you're really willing and open to listen to the other person tell you about how they felt hurt by your words or actions. And I know this is not easy, yet this is what a mature adult does. A mature adult is able to listen when someone tells them they felt hurt by their actions. And of course, it feels uncomfortable to listen to this. Yet, a mature adult is able to make space for it without making it uncomfortable for the person who's talking. This part of the repair conversation is crucial and the most delicate. I teach my communication students and coaching clients to imagine that they did something that accidentally caused an open wound for another person. And there's no one else who can stitch that wound. So they have to do it. And this task requires gentleness, care, and mindfulness. This is what's required for an effective stitching job. You do that stitching with your listening. And yes, there could be things that come out of that wound that are hard to hear. Nobody enjoys hearing how they hurt another person. Yet, if you want to repair the rupture in the connection, keep listening anyway. At some point, when the person who was negatively impacted by our communication feels that they've shared everything they needed to share, their body language will let you know when they're done. So while you are listening, pay attention to their body language. When you notice they let out a louder or a longer exhale, like or a sigh, or that they dropped their shoulders or uncrossed their arms, or when they face you, their faces now look much softer, that's when you know that the stitching job is complete. Now, the next step is to appreciate the other person for having the courage, the vulnerability, or the trust in you to share what they did. You may say something short and simple, like, thank you for telling me how my words impacted you. Expressing appreciation during a repair conversation helps the other person get back to a place of connection with you. This is how they connect back to their knowing that you are a good person. You don't need to tell them. You are demonstrating it. When you are able to take these steps and have a repair conversation, we could say that the wound is repaired. And now it's time to let it heal. And how do you let it heal? Is it just a matter of time? Well, it could be for some people. However, there's something very important you need to communicate to help in the healing process. You need to express remorse. This is when you say, I'm sorry. You say you are sorry 
after you heard the other person share the impact of your words and actions. You expressed regret, not just for your unskillful communication, but also for the negative impact your communication had. This is when you say, using the example of the coworker, I really regret being snappy and impatient with you and causing stress for you. And then, if you could add this piece, if I could go back in time, when you asked me if I was done with the report, I would have said, not yet. I'm working on it. I found an issue with it that will take me a couple of hours to solve. I want to make sure the report is accurate and that you have a good presentation tomorrow. So I'll get back to you by 3 p.m. today with a completed report. Did you catch what I did there? I let the other person who got negatively impacted hear what I would have done or said instead. When you do that, you are helping the connection heal and strengthen because you are letting the other person know that it matters to you how you connect with them, that the connection matters to you, that they matter to you. It also lets them know you are capable of communicating and showing up as a mature and trusted adult. Now there's one more thing. If you would like to communicate your values, by all means, go ahead. In the example with a coworker, it might sound like this. I would have communicated clearly with you because having a good professional relationship with you is important to me. And I see that my snappiness was stressful for you, which is something I would never want to cause intentionally. Now, if you don't experience any regret and you believe the other person should be able to receive your snappiness and impatience without feeling hurt, annoyed, disappointed, without experiencing any kind of negative impact, then do not have a repair conversation because you're not going to be sincere or authentic and the other person will not feel safe with you or will not trust you. As you've heard me say before, any communication tool I teach you is not to be used as a technique. What I teach you is to connect deeply with yourself, be aware of your communication, know your intention, and communicate authentically with clarity, confidence, and compassion. And now that you've heard the steps of a repair conversation, let's put all the steps together. So I'm going to use the same example, but we're going to do a little role play. Imagine you are my coworker and I was snappy and impatient when you asked me if I was done with the report. So after I realized how unskillful I was, I come to you and I say, hi, I know I was snappy and impatient with you this morning, and I like to know how my reaction impacted you when you asked me if I had the report ready. So you tell me you were a little surprised by my reaction, then you felt frustrated because you were waiting for that report. 
Then you noticed you were getting stressed out because you needed to add the report to the presentation you were working on. There was some information from the report you had to include in your presentation, but you didn't feel like you could come to me for support. So after listening to everything you said, I say to you, thank you for telling me how my words impacted you and for trusting that I could hear you now. I'm so sorry my snappiness and impatience impacted you. I really regret reacting that way with you. If I could go back in time when you asked me if I was done with the report, I would have said, not yet, I'm working on it. I found an issue that will take me a couple of hours to solve, and I want to make sure the report is accurate so your presentation goes really smoothly tomorrow. I'll get back to you by 3 p.m. today with a completed report. Uh, If I could go back, I would have communicated clearly with you because having a good professional relationship with you is so important to me and I would never want to be the reason for your stress. I'm really sorry. How would it be for you if you had heard something like this from someone at work who was actually snappy or impatient with you? Most likely, you would have felt connected to that person and you would regard that person as a mature and trusted adult. So now imagine how the people in your life will feel when you are able to have a repair conversation with them after you said or did something that negatively impacted them. Before we recap what you've heard in this episode, what I shared here sounds simple, yet it's not easy. It is hard to quickly be in a space for a repair conversation after we've hurt another precious human being. So be patient with yourself. Don't say a repair conversation didn't work after trying it for the first time. Also, if now you know you have trouble apologizing with others, And maybe you've even heard important people in your life tell you that you rarely apologize or that you rarely take responsibility for your communication, your words and actions. Then do the honorable work of learning how to show up as a healthy, compassionate and mature adult, which, by the way, I completely believe you are. If you'd like my support. There are three ways of working with me through one-on-one communication coaching, through couple communication coaching with you and your partner, and through group coaching. If you'd like to chat with me about which one would be most useful, email me. If you're on my mailing list, you have my email. And if you're not on my mailing list, sign up. This is how you have direct access to me and how you receive transformative communication tools on a weekly basis that I don't share anywhere else. And you get them right in your inbox. To sign up to my mailing list, go to languagealchemy.com. And now, let's recap what you've heard in this episode. In this episode, we talked about the common outcome of a typical apology. Then I encourage you to have a shift of mindset 
And consider that when you say or do something that hurts another precious human being, what you need to do is to have a repair conversation. Through an example, I taught you all the steps of a repair conversation, and I even did a little role play with you. Now, I know this may sound simple, yet repair conversations aren't easy. So if you need support, reach out to me. Thank you so much for listening and a special thanks to all my communication students and coaching clients who have repaired, healed, and strengthened the connection with important people in their lives by learning to have authentic repair conversations. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary LaPoe. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.